Have the blind leading the blind. Yeah. On the other side, I can teleport now once per encounter. And this is how we're starting the session. <laughs> I also have a 19 of investigation. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I, I like, even with your high perception that you have now, f- because everyone leveled up to level eight. Hi. Um, I love that we started this recording with you saying the blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally I'm blind, sorry. but what can you see? All. <laughs> that is what we have. I see that ghost hiding in the corner. Uh, but also, look, a stick. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. Zanzas is looking at his boots again. Hello, and welcome once again to Critical Knowledge. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons and Dragons campaign. My name is Crash, and I will be... I'm not going to say I'm in charge of tonight's session. <laughs> That's just not going to be a thing. I, but I'm supposed to be the DM. I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. worry about me. Yeah, tonight's episode is called Groundhog Day. And there's our copyright strike already. We'll, we'll be playing it again tomorrow and the day after. And the day after. Uh, tomorrow is Tuesday, but the day after will also be Tuesday. With that said, I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, April, Matt, Millie, Eric, and what happened last time? Um, Nobody knows. No, apparently I got wet and then I was really sad in a corner the whole time. That's all I know. (laughs) It's a secret. There was a um, montage in Jaren's world where he was walking through the rain holding himself because he missed his armor so much. And it was just dark and lightning and pouring rain down the face. And then he walks past one storefront with a single item in the lit window. And it is a set of elven chain mail. <laughs> Don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> and he goes into the store and someone takes the elven chain out the window and puts a sword sign in place. (laughs) Really, copyright strike the player tonight. (laughs) You should have taken the actor feet. Yeah, I was stuck. It was a really big decision for which feet I was going to (laughs) take. Okay, so to sum up what happened last time... (laughs) There was a conversation between Mazir, a very high-level character of Ellie's from a previous campaign, and Glomulero the Lich, and Mazir... Oh, that? <laughs> Mazir graciously offered to take the phylacteries off of everyone's hands, give them a few magical items as rewards for uh, their due diligence, and sent them on the way with not actual head pats, but proverbial head pats. Question. And answer. I would like to add, I know since I wasn't here, um, that Hero 1 was very smug about the fact that they already took care of their thing. So, ha. 
And then also was sad about the fact that they didn't get a cool item from the cool tower. I want to be friends with the tower. And also um, that they used, they tried to use similar conversation tactics that they used with that banshee. Well, in a way, Hero did befriend the tower because Hero and Kevin, who is kind of the tower but kind of autonomous, mm-hmm. did have a bonding moment because they both have extreme ADD and neither one takes medication for it. Oh, heck yeah. Do they have medication in this part? Do you, no. do you have that in your world? Do you no. <laughs> okay. No, this is this is a realm of magic and fantasy. They don't have actual things that make people's lives better. <laughs> Except for the combat so, wheelchair. The combat wheelchair makes a lot of people's lives better. Mm. And a lot of people's lives worse if you're not the one riding in the combat wheelchair. Uh, so after that... Hero wants a combat wheelchair. Hero doesn't need a combat wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) If Hero needs a combat wheelchair, Hero is going to be very upset. That wasn't what I said. (laughs) Then I misheard you, and that's fine. I said Hero wants. Hero wants. True. Okay, fair. That's fair enough. (laughs) So you went to Plantain, found yourselves in the middle of a hurricane, still, because hurricanes move very fast, but also incredibly slowly. And you met Mo, who then gave you a bit of exposition about said phylacteries that you just got rid of. And the very bad things that can happen if they actually do all get destroyed. And Mo did not ask your assistance with dealing with this uh, informational bomb drop. It's possible that Mo did not want your assistance, considering some of this was your fault. Whether or not you knew was irrelevant. Uh, so Mo wished you the best and decided to go have a conversation with Mazir, which is not happening on camera. Uh, moving forward a bit, you were able to book passage after the hurricane got out of the way back to Flotsam. Excella did not join you. Excella decided that since her main task is to destroy undead, assisting with another children's play would not be the best way to go about that. I'm hearing my voice come back to me. Hero's heartbroken. Well, that's the thing. And I'm pretty sure it's coming from Millie's computer. It is obnoxious. One moment. Oh. Okay. Um, it, it was a speech jammer, which is very fun. Except not. So Excella planned on going back to Clear Spring in Coomridge to see if any survivors from uh, the Undead Rampage, people who are perhaps away on business and returning to find out Basically, they come back to Clear Spring after the Undead Rampage, and they're that scene from, um, I forget the name of the British show, but the guy walks in with pizza boxes and everything's on fire and death. Oh, Community. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. But in any case, that's where Excella goes. So now, you are back home at Flotsam. It's still raining a lot because hurricanes are actually quite large, and Flotsam is not that far away from Plantain as the cat flies. I don't know. <laughs> and you've apparently decided to put on another production because you have a children's theater, so it makes sense. This is where, because I have very little idea what's going on, you let me know. What's your play going to be about? I think perhaps we should wait until Millie gets back before we <laughs> decide that. I would agree. I don't. I don't know what plays are. I just am the one that brings out the standout performances. So you know, I'm here. Whatever. Well, I believe the 
the comment that was made was Groundhog Day the Musical. <laughs> this was made by somebody who had not seen Groundhog Day. The they problem were, with Groundhog Day the Musical is that you get to Act 2 and it's just the same as Act 1. Act 2 is also named Act 1. Yes. The, the playbill says, see other page for the next act. And you flip it over and it's just a photocopy of the first page. Mm-hmm. Which also says at the bottom, flip over for the next act. I believe the comment was also made that it could be Caddyshack, the musical, which is another movie that <laughs> Millie has not seen. This is a very engaging story right now. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello. I am trying to figure out sound settings with my computer. Okay. Push cost and shove. I can just select like five minutes of dialogue and cut it out. I've done it before. I'm sorry. So far as edits are concerned, it is one of the least difficult ones to do. I'm more of just also concerned as to why it is that my computer likes to, uh, my microphone thinks that all computer audio needs to be in the mic. Usually when I hear my voice come back to me, it's, um, it's just that the microphone is picking up the speakers. Which is weird because I'm using headphones. That is <laughs> weird. It, it can still go through depending on uh, the the uh, seal of the headphones. True. Uh, Most frequently, no. like when one of my students is using um, earbuds, they like turning their volume up to um, 11 or higher mm-hmm. when 10 is supposed to be the maximum. And I will frequently hear my voice coming back to me and like but i'm using earbuds i'm like turn your volume down yeah my volume's at like maybe 25 percent on my earphones okay but anyway anyway tell us about this musical that you have planned um i don't know all i have is the song i'm all right stuck in my head and the idea that hero's dancing let me pull up the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work through the story beats, you know? <laughs> when has not knowing the story beats stopped you in the past? I mean, it doesn't, but who's going to be Bill Murray? <laughs> okay, casting call. Who's going to be the, the lovable, eccentric reporter who is also a groundskeeper for a golf course. Because we're combining this one with Caddyshack. <laughs> who happens to know a thing or two about explosives. I feel I feel that Hero should partake in that, that lead. No, you want me to be the lead? Okay. Um, who is going to... Oh, God, no. Who's going to be Rodney Dangerfield? I'll be Rodney Dangerfield. Arepa's not going to get any respect in that role. <laughs> Who's going to be a Puxatani Phil? Also hero. Anyway. <laughs> I, I believe that we were talking beforehand, and it was decided that Nyx could be a fire-breathing groundhog. Okay, that would be cool. Um, yeah. Hero would allow that for cool factor. There's a gif for it. Yeah. Does, yep. does that mean that Jaren gets to be Ty Webb? Sure. Who's going to be singing I've Got You, Babe, every morning for the radio? I'm afraid Xanthus would probably be Judge Smales. <laughs> also, because this is for children's play, we are going to have to heavily edit some of these events. <laughs> <laughs> some. 
the word <laughs> some in was the fantasy used. world because you know so there are some things that less sheltering of children's eyes but you know i don't think that we need all the suicide attempts and i also don't think that we need the one night stands or crime Wait, are we doing Groundhog Day with all Caddyshack people? It's kind that, of a mix them together. You, you put both of them in a blender and you hit puree. That's kind of what we're kind of what kind of. I just followed whatever happened. But just okay. Don't look at me. I'm just the I'm DM. Just... Yeah. I, okay. Well, I'm gonna be a groundhog. But but will you in fact be driving angry at any point? I uh, be what? Driving angry. It's it's a thing from Groundhog Day. Maybe. So after after the events of Caddyshack, which will come first, then 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 he decides to do. Only investigative journalism that has to do with groundhogs, which is how we get to Groundhog Day. He was a groundskeeper to pay for college in order to become a meteorologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and- he focused on Groundhog Day as his as his thing because of Caddyshack. It's a delightful coming-of-age story. <laughs> I have achieved a snort from one of my players. It's me. Did you Actually, know I don't think that- that's the... That's not the first time I have achieved a snort from one of my players. No. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Caddyshack's considered the number seven sports film? Sports. <laughs> I mean, technically, it counts as a sports film in yeah. the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're choosing to have Groundhog Day be the sequel instead of Caddyshack 2 because that movie doesn't exist. It's like Highlander 2. Mm-hmm. Or Land Before Time 2. Or Land Before Time 3. Or Land Before Time 27. <laughs> they freeze. Uh, but listen, listen, Danny. A flute with no holes is not a flute. A donut with no hole is a Danish. It's very true. And I also would like to remind you that both me and Hero have never seen either of these movies. <laughs> One of them is because movies don't exist in the campaign setting. But while I'm reading you the script, it is my first time seeing the script. The other is, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not, I have to look up the years they came out. But I'm fairly certain that you are not old enough to have seen either of these movies in the theater. Oh, God, no, no. Game came out, like, on my birthday. Like, no. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Groundhog Day is older than me by about... Eight months. Yeah, no. Over half of the players in this game just had most of their hair turn white. <laughs> Additional wrinkles Mine appear was... on our faces. Our bifocals have become trifocals. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. I have quadrifocals. My dad actually has trifocals. That sucks. <laughs> well, no, no. He got them for work because he was an electrician before he retired. And mm-hmm. when you're an electrician, frequently you go into places where you need to read warning signs that are above you. Yeah. Try doing that with reading lenses that are on the bottom half of your glasses. Oh, yeah. that's valid. Oh. Difficult. That's valid. Yeah. You can be a gymnastic star, flip your glasses upside down, or pay for trifocals. <laughs> he picked the third option. <laughs> your tire? That, well, he did that too. 
But never mind about that. That was your theory. <laughs> Sorry, I only heard two options. Then you said he chose the third one. I was like... Or get trifocals. What's the third oh, option? Oh, that was the second option in my brain. I was like, do flips or get trifocals? Or... Well, in, in any case... <laughs> Oh, look, there's rails over there. I mean, the rails don't go anywhere in particular, and they're not always parallel, but there are rails over there. So you are getting ready to put on your your next monumental hit production, which is Caddy Day. All about Groundhogs. Groundhog Shack. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think it's part of a of a city government uh, plea to try it and, you know, like promote Groundhog Day and uh, Groundhog Preservation. And because the Children's Orphanage did not learn their lesson from last time, they are also participating. <laughs> Yay! Uh, they are having a bit more trouble <laughs> than last Excel. time. <laughs> yeah, because Excel was helping out last time and she's not on the island anymore. So she can't help out. Bubbles is doing her best. One could argue that she is crying her best. If you think you misheard me, you did not. Oh, I believe it. You are watching a hero production. No, I'm specifically thinking about the number of children that Bubbles has to take care of running oh, the poor orphanage. Thing. orphanage. Um, poor, poor thing. And, no, it's 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 fine. It's fine. Although, um. In some cases, Bubbles has to resort to her use of mimicry because Kenku, and therefore doesn't really have a language of her own um, to keep the children in line. In some cases, it's a, oh yeah, I can make that sound too, only mine is louder. <laughs> it works I'm a medium-sized well. creature, I have bigger lungs than you have. In some cases, it's, you know, mimicking wild animals that might be under the bed. That's horrible. Love it. Yes. Well... Extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures. But in any case, children that may or may not be traumatized will be coming to the opening night, just like last time. It'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. So are there any specific preparations that you intend to do before opening night happens? Um, well, first of all, to also to explain Hero having the observant, Hero goes and communes with the groundhogs to become one with the groundhogs. Ranger training me, really helped out. Give me an animal handling check. So help me if you roll on that 20. 12. Okay, well, you find a few groundhogs. They're, so far as rodents go, they're quite large. So far as animals go, they're quite small. Um, mm -hmm. You're able to somewhat get close to them without spooking them. However, you are also a cat, and they are rodents. So that in itself is a momentous feat. Yes, but I perceive them. You perceive them. Um, <laughs> you did not know that groundhogs can climb trees, but you do, in fact, find a groundhog in a tree. Ooh. The, the, this is a tidbit of information that I, the person behind the DM, can share with you. Groundhogs can, in fact, and do occasionally climb trees. Ooh. Also, you learned that groundhogs can be rabid. We will save that story for another time. <laughs> but you successfully return from your your day out in the wilderness. Um covered in mud, leaves, and small twigs. Um, yeah, I do that. And also, um, I quickly scratch out all parts of the plot that include romance, because we don't do that. Okay. Probably for the best. Yeah, also, who's going to be the love interest for the cat? <laughs> <laughs> there's, 
there's an actual mannequin over in the corner over there. Let's not get started on that movie. One, one could make an <laughs> argument, but it would be a straw man argument. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, the person playing the groundhog could literally set it on fire and may have doing rehearsal, so you had to scratch out those scenes anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Dragon breath damage. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, but it worked. It worked. You took it down. Well, considering that the screenplay may or may not have been written by Hero, one could argue that it's possible you did it on purpose so that those lines would have to be stricken from the record or all of existence. Yes. This is this um, is a might be. This is not saying you have to agree with this as a scenario. I'm just throwing this out there as a thing that might have taken place in this world or a coffee shop AU. <laughs> Um, yeah, Hero, um, Hero does some editing, and Hero tries to learn how to pay attention, because it was very hard to, like, get, you know, be still long enough to get those groundhogs there, so Hero learned how to pay attention a little bit better. One might even argue that Hero is better at perceiving things. Yes. Perceiving and investigating. It's, it's really hard to hide the fact that you have a, um, a, a cat toy anywhere in Heroes presence. Yes. Like, like say, it's a small toy that you're supposed to grab with your hands and then kick a lot with your feet. Anything yes. like that. That is what, uh, that's what Pev do, is doing right now. Fancy that. I may have subscribed to you on social media. <laughs> but never mind about that. So... Wait, remind me what you got the groundhog for? Uh, just, uh, I was trying to do a character study for the play. Gotcha. Didn't actually get the groundhog. Um, Hero was just near the groundhogs. Yes, I was doing, uh, like, you know, like, meditating near an animal to become the animal. No groundhogs were harmed or captured during this method acting technique. Yes. The reason I was asking is because I was looking at my character sheet and realized that I have the the speak with small beasts racial feature. Well, that won't work on Hero. (laughs) No, Hero is a medium beast. But it would work on your groundhogs. Yes, it would. Sorry, Pev is uh, being pet. It also would work on Pev. <laughs> well, hi, baby. If only it would. I've seen photos of Pev with items for scale in the photo. Pev is <laughs> also a medium-sized beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> there is no question. And for those listening, you might think I'm saying that Pev is quite round. No. No, Pev is not. Pev is just... T- take an image of a cat and just adjust the scale to make it be small horse. He wears medium dog harnesses and will probably eventually go up to a large dog harness. She's right on the edge. All right, so it's opening night. And it turns out that uh, tales of pre- your previous production and events that took place during it have spread throughout the entire town, which you might think would cause fewer people to show up. In fact, it caused some people to choose to go. And it kind of evens out between the two categories. So there is the thought that there might be bodily harm, but the people who show up are okay with that. And also there's orphans, which I don't know how to feel about that data point. 
it's just a fact. It's just a statement. Bubbles is there with a bunch of orphans and a familiar person who seems to have volunteered to help for the evening. Hero is very excited. Also about the orphans. The familiar looking person um, looks like an older version of Kevin from the castle. Is it Kevin? I mean, it looks like Kevin, but this Kevin has some gray hairs. Yeah, but I know there's a zillion Kevins. We talked about this. So, he did, in um, fact, talk to you about it. But the question is, were you paying attention? It was mostly. Um, I like that still... you said I was mostly. <laughs> do we have the mimic still? Yeah, you took that with you. You still oh, have gosh. Belle. Belle? Okay, I was stuck between that or whether... I forgot whether we called um, them Belle or Jack in the Box. No, um, you, you, you called it Belle. <laughs> okay. I still have its stats. It is a CR0 tiny monstrosity if you do in fact kill it and we weren't doing um the rules for leveling that involve just like story beats then you'd get 10 xp um it has seven hit points oh my gosh i just really sorry i'm just really stuck on the idea of why we didn't call them uh jack in the box they're a mimic they are the box yeah so it's jack well, too late, you decided to name it Belle. Anyways, so Belle... <laughs> Moffat responds to Belle. Um, Belle is um, going... Whoa, gosh, what's Belle's role in the play going to be, guys? The plastic explosives. Okay. Yes. Okay. When I give the, the signal, it, it lobs things across the stage. <laughs> that or it's the thing that gets lobbed across the stage. Well, you got to be careful. It only has 7 HP. True. <laughs> um, can I also have it eat like the confetti from the explosions? Try to stop it. Okay, that means it's good for cleanup crew. So. <laughs> oh yeah, well you don't need to sweep up after the performances. This is going to go be- underneath all the chairs and sweep up all the popcorn on its own. Perfect, perfect. That's all I wanted, really. It, um, it is basically imagine if you will a fantasy Roomba. Oh God, I love it. I love it. That makes me so happy. However, however Pe- I, I almost called Hero Pev. Hero should not tro- attempt to ride the fantasy Roomba. There is a matter no, of scale. No. Hero doesn't even have a shark costume yet. Yet. But the next play is Hero Jaws. doesn't care about scale. <laughs> the next, yeah, um, but the next play is Jaws, so Hero can get a shark costume. Okay. So... <laughs> Your theater is packed like it was mm-hmm. your previous opening night. Mm-hmm. There, there are a bunch of orphans in the front row. Oh, for, no! for some reason. What? Performance check. Oh, there's rolled in that one on a performance check. Oh. I'm holding you to that. I'm totally holding you to that. I know you are. For some reason, the orphans in the front row and the second row and the third row all have long tarps that they're holding in front of them ready to pull up in order to protect themselves from anything that might be thrown. Uh, do you have any stagehands in Gallagher by any chance? Because they seem to be ready for that. And I'm looking at these rolls. So we do have the nat one from Hero. Uh, we also have... Uh, Arepa with a 17 performance. Xanthus with a 13 performance. Uh, Nyx has a 3. Jaren has an 11. So, people who rolled well. Do I have, can, 
Can I use my inspiration? (laughs) If you want to use your inspiration for a performance check for a children's play, (laughs) you you may in fact choose to do that. It will be better this way. (laughs) It will be better this way. I'm loving everything about this. In case also, before we start, I would like to do a sleight of hand check. Before we start, we're half an hour in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, the sleight of hand, I'm choosing to do that, which was an 18 for how well I did the uh, the pamphlets and also how well I got people to spend money on refreshments. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to take more than a pamphlet to convince people to buy refreshments. They do remember how watered down the orange drink was last time. And by watered okay. down, I mean it looked like slightly cloudy water by the last um, day of the performance. I did a 10. I tried. Okay. However, the pamphlets were done very well. It was the best glitter crayon. Better than last time. Yes. No one has gotten the glitter out of their clothing and or hair since last time. And that was, I think, canonically months ago. (laughs) Yeah. But never mind about that. Those of you who rolled particularly well. So above 10. What goes (laughs) well with tonight's performance? (laughs) Just imagining Hero just yelling moo, forgetting what sound. My uh, Ty's snarkiness. My my snarkiness goes well. Yep. Okay. So that works pretty good. You get a bunch of chuckles from, from the audience with, with your various comments. You, you play very well to breaking the fourth wall. You are this production's Deadpool. Amazing. But with a lot less blood. <laughs> Tragic. Actually, no, no. You are the cleric who decided that the best defense is a good offense. There may, in fact, be... There There will be blood. Blood's back in. <laughs> there might even be a milkshake. That's a reference. What else goes well? Let me see. Um, can I see how well I do on lighting? Um, well, uh, I will ask you in a little bit, but right now uh, I'm asking Xanthus and Arepa, who got a, a 13 and a 17, uh, respectively. Okay. What? Trying to decide... Should I be Judge Smales? <laughs> you may play or... as many roles as you wish to play. <laughs> Concurrently, <laughs> if that's your thing. <laughs> My performance is very convincing. I would say Arepa stole the show, if you will. Yeah. Put it back. Put it back where you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong character. take your inspiration and enjoy it (laughs) I want Paige to come to a show I mean Paige works at a university that teaches magic I'm sure there's ways that Paige could get here Paige also has ties with the Kenku community here whether or not they like it (laughs) we'll we'll say Xanthus pulls off being pompous very well oh my gosh Paige becomes one of the field trip matrons for the for the orphanage, every, every field trip that Paige applies for permission to take students to, except for the one to a volcano, is instantly approved. <laughs> Only the ones to go to a volcano run into red tape, and very frequently never actually told no, just told that other things had to be done first, <laughs> or had been done incorrectly and needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, you had the person sign this document, but it's the wrong document, and they checked the wrong boxes. You're going to need to, to get a hold of them. Oh, but they're on sabbatical. They'll be back in about eight months. 
No, no, we can't have one of their subordinates take care of it. We can't have the president something for them to take care of it. It needs to be them because they're the ones who signed the original. Gosh dang it. I might be speaking from personal experience, only it wasn't for a field trip. It was for medical leave. And I went a month without pay or insurance. Ugh. Yeah. And I wasn't even the one who was sick. It was my wife. Moving forward. Dialysis without insurance is fun. Okay, with that said, what goes poorly? Well, hero, first of all. <laughs> we, we have some we have some wonderful, delightful ro- roles from Hero and Nyx. Let's hear <laughs> let's hear from Hero first, and then I do want to hear from Nyx. I I moo instead of <laughs> You're not even playing the groundhog. I know. I keep trying to. You're I playing keep... the main character, which is not the groundhog. <laughs> Confusion in characters, working it too hard, way too in character. Yeah, I, I get too in character, and then I keep trying to talk to Auntie Nix like they're one of the groundhogs I talk to in the woods. And then it doesn't work, and then I get really mad, and then I start yelling. Because why aren't you doing what you're supposed to? Why are you such a bad groundhog? And then that intimidates Nick's making it so they don't do well. And it really just steamrolls from there. So groundhog gets no respect. Also, all the songs are out of key because I got so mad. One could even argue possibly (laughs) at the wrong times. So bad. It's really bad when you start singing the reprise instead of the original song. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a very confused person at, at a piano over to the side. Like, wait, what? <laughs> flipping through their their sheet music, trying to find whatever you did. Uh, so, Nix. So, Nix is the groundhog and supposed to be coming up out of the ground. Her. The thing she was standing on fell over, so she's just kind of like hanging on to the little edge of the trap door, oh my gosh. trying to get out, but can't. Oh my gosh! But but you've got you. Your height is augmented, so we see this stalk with orbs on it, just sticking up Wiggling out of the around. hole in the ground. Yeah, you have your inspiration, by the way. <laughs> you definitely have your inspiration for this. Uh, so I've got good news and bad news for you. So, so first of all, I'm not hearing anyone saying that they're going to come over and help Nix. Do mad at the fact that they aren't a groundhog. So Nix, you find yourself hanging there a lot longer than you think you should be. You don't think you should have been hanging there at all. But if I can get if I can get to Nix, I will help. I, I just. I'm short. Xanthus assumes this was all part of the plan. Jaren is, is too busy being blindfolded with a golf club over the corner. So. I do eventually, eventually break character when I realize that there's an actual issue, which also goes to the net one. Wait, wait, wait. Can we go back to the break character part where you're mooing? Yeah, I was going to say, Hero was in character ever at all. Hero was in a character, just not the character that Hero was supposed to be in. Hero was very committed to the wrong person. Imagine, if you will, that Hero was eaten by a a, a carnivorous cow. Hero was in a character. (laughs) Yes. Okay. 
Um, so you have Aripa walking across the stage, trying to hide the fact that they are walking across the stage to help a fellow actor who has come on hard times. Um, saying respect. I just can't get any respect. I don't have any. And then reaching over to try to lift Nyx out of the trap door. Uh, Give me a strength athletics check. Oh, good. The thing I'm best at. Well, yes, I am asking a gnome wizard to give me a strength athletics check. And that is... (laughs) Yes! That is a two. (laughs) This is when I break character and go and help. Okay. I was going to say, the trap door, I'm only going to be dropping, like... Yeah, it's like I am not telling drop, you you're going to take like... damage from this. But what 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 Aripa has managed to do was lift you up just enough so that you believe that she's helping. So you let go of the side of the trap door, and that's when Aripa loses her grip. I get it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would like to you know assist... What? Did you just use your inspiration? No, I just made a deck save. Oh. I have a 21 athletics check. Okay, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how that comes into play. <laughs> you might catch Aripa as she falls in. No. No, this is so much better. This is so You're much right, better. Right, one. <laughs> so here is what takes place. Remember I said I didn't have many notes because you're putting on a play and the notes would be useless? I did create a few notes. And I have used some notes. You have provided me with the opportunity to invoke them. And thank you for the service for which you have provided. I've got great news for you, Nix. You do land on your feet as Aripa loses her grip. You land a bit faster than you thought you should. The ground underneath the trapdoor seems a bit higher than it was. Okay, no, no, it's a bit lower. No, higher, higher. Is it alive? Higher. Um, Nyx rises up. Oh no! Like Jesus Christ, superstar ascending into the heavens. <laughs> we aren't doing Christmas again. <laughs> With a large amount of dirt underneath her that is spilling to every side and all over the stage as a rather large, somewhat rotting groundhog (laughs) comes up from underneath the floorboards. Oh my god, no! Nix, you are knocked prone from this, which is probably for the best, because it means you are no longer using an undead groundhog as a mount. I want to be clear that I had nothing to do with this. Can I try to commune uh, with them like I learned? Uh, You most certainly may attempt it. Sure. Give me an animal handling check. Please. Oh, good. Five. Okay. You tried to commune with the undead giant groundhog. It screams at you. <laughs> it it looks over at you. Its eyes are glowing somewhat reddish. And it just goes... <laughs> Oops. And you know what we can do now? 
Hold on. We can say that we've been playing for close to an hour, so what do you say we take a short break? Yes. <laughs> and when we come back, we will roll for initiative. Well, I'm back. You're front. Here's kind of over to the oh. side. Um, hi, everybody. Eric is stage left. I guess we're playing D&D again. This is a thing that we sometimes do. I'm and... wondering if I still have my blindfold on. Hmm, let me think. Well, you have heard a ruckus and the sound of floorboards being broken apart. And a gnome um, being temporarily airborne. All right. Blindfold. So, yes. I'm back. Removing the blindfold is a free action. Oh, did we start? We are getting started right now. Okay. How's that going on? Uh, we did do the first round. Hero just stood there and did absolutely nothing. But you were no. here, so. Uh, so we're going to start this session off, uh, this second half with this combat, with Initiative 20, the <laughs> Mimic. Uh, I... <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> that GIF. <laughs> I saw that GIF earlier. <laughs> I saw that earlier when I was looking for groundhog gifs. Uh, I have a version of that saved where I I found gifs a while back that had the name the names of the various players in one of our campaigns, and mm-hmm. that one they're screaming Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I believe. <laughs> yes, the the one I tend to use most is that one. But in any case, the mimic is going to um, do a bonus action dash to get some popcorn that was spilled in the ruckus. Yum, 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 yum. Nom, 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 nom. Next up is Hero. Okay, um, let me see. So Hero is going to once again be very angry. Hero worked very hard in the show, and this is not in the plot. Hero would like to rage. Yes. Hero is very mad. Let's see. Where am I in relation to the groundhog? Uh, you are stage left. The groundhog is center stage. Okay. Where's my it, tree? In the spotlight, in fact. Rude. That's actually, my spotlight. Actually, where were you when the groundhog started popping through? You, you were you were heading over? Yeah, I was trying to help. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll say you're stage left. The, the groundhog, when it bursts through the ground, it is, in fact, casting a shadow thanks to the spotlight, in case you were wondering, but it's not currently facing its shadow. That's I rude. feel like this is important information that I need to share about groundhogs. Mm-hmm. Where one is my could tree? Arg- one could argue uh, your tree is stage right. Um, one could argue that both of the gnomes are currently in the groundhog shadow, and I'm just going to call the groundhog Phil. Okay. That makes sense. Um... Do, do, do. Just looking at this. I would like to cast a spell as a bonus action. My new spell I got myself. <coughs> and let me see. So long as the spell is actually a bonus action to cast. 
Yes, it is. Okay. This one's Zephyr Strike. Is it in the sky? No. I move like the wind. Until the spell ends, my movement does not provide an opportunity attack. Also, I get a bonus, uh, an advantage on a on a weapon attack. <laughs> and I'm so sure I, this is fine. I would like to sprint across to my tree on stage right. <laughs> you, you literally have a spell now that lets you do zoomies, and you use it to go to a tree. Yeah. Do you think I can make it to the light booth? What's your movement speed now? Uh, increases by 30 feet, so overall. And then with my other features, um, let's see, I can double it. So 90 feet. Yeah, I would say you could get to the tree and then go to the light booth. I would like to be up in the light booth because the light booth is safe. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm up there and then I would like to hit it with, um, with my laser pointer of doom. Okay. Uh, does a 26 hit? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay now i gotta figure out how many how many things i'm rolling okay so first of all i do five force damage but then what else do i do yeah great <laughs> wow the force I, hero. I care so much um <laughs> but then i also do 10 more damage of 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 uh laser pointing Okay, fire damage, I'm assuming? Uh, just the regular, let me double check. Move, By I can't wait. does fire damage. Yeah, fire damage. And then I would like to do my second hit. Okay, does a 29 hit? Uh, well, the lower number hit, so this one does not. We're <laughs> playing by golf rules. <laughs> so then I do that, and then that's plus the... Um, I see eight damage. <gasps> oh... I have favorite enemies. This is a favorite enemy, guys. Uh, what are your favorite enemies? Plants and the undead. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say hedge or groundhogs. <laughs> specifically undead groundhogs. <laughs> yes, specifically yes. undead groundhogs. Um, it turns out I made this character after specifically looking at Hero's character sheet. <laughs> I gave it a backstory tied in with Hero's background. <laughs> and then I also, so let's see, we have the 8th and plus the 1d8 of extra damage. None of those statements are true, by the way. My statements, so, not Millie's. So that's 12 damage on that one. And do I do anything else? Uh, I've mentioned that monks, when it's their turn, you spend a half hour just letting them roll all the damage and the two hits. But rangers are a close second. So yeah, I, I'm I'm up there. That's what I do. And also, yeah. Um, am I in the underdark? I'm joking. You are not. Okay. Um, I am. You're in the over light because you're literally in the light booth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that could not that's... be further from the underdark if you went to the moon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I did. I did 15 and then 12 damage. Okay. Um, it is now Kevin's turn. Kevin looks confused and says, is this part of the show? <laughs> um, I'm All Right is playing in the background. Kevin is trying to look at the, the playbill for this, which is canonically 
talking about Act One, and then you turn it over and it's talking about Act One, and both sides say next act, next act on the following page. Good. <laughs> well, the thing is, we don't want to give away any story beats. Apparently, Xanthus, <laughs> it is now your turn because Kevin's doing nothing helpful, which is probably the most helpful he can be. Probably. <laughs> By D and D stats, yes. I I have not statted Kevin the way mutants and masterminds Kevin is statted. Undead groundhog, uh, large, large. It's not extra large. It's just regular large. Yeah, it has not. Well, compared to regular groundhogs, it has in fact been supersized. Uh, okay, so we're gonna see if we can try to make it all shiny. And I'm not sure where I am on stage, but we're gonna try a guiding bolt. What if I threw glitter from the lighting booth? That's an 11. I don't think that hit. An 11 is not going to hit. And yeah. I was about to say, why would you have glitter in the lighting booth? But then I realized I'm talking to a seven foot tall tabaxi child with ADD. Where is there not glitter? <laughs> yeah, dude, gold glitter sprinkling down from the lighting booth. That sounds great. If you don't have prestidigitation, this is just your life now. Yeah. And if you do have prestidigitation, casting it constantly is your life now. <laughs> but come on. You don't know where Hero's getting it, but Hero always has a supply. I made a friend in town. It turns out someone enchanted one of the buckets of glitter to be a bucket, a bottomless bucket of glitter. I, They're my favorite. They worded it as if they were doing a... a personal favor for their good friend hero in fact they were pranking everyone else i love my friends okay and xanthus you're not doing anything else um would i have had my weapon handy i would have probably said i would have hidden it around the stage because you know the last couple of times we've had plays one could argue you've learned from experiences yes so i will go to wherever i stashed my weapon and pick it up i wouldn't be surprised if you had it on you and just had some type of RP reasoning for why the judge is walking around with a sword. Uh, that's fair, then. We'll say that. And I will simply uh, move closer to the creature. Okay. You, you get all up in its grill. Yep. It smells horrible. All right. Now, Arepa, you are uh -huh. standing in Phil's shadow. Is there room next to Phil for a... Uh, or someone could be that wasn't uh, within five feet of anybody but Phil? I'm not 100% following your question. Who's next to Phil? Uh, I think I'm, the, I think I'm you, the furthest away. There's Nyx, who is currently prone, although that'll probably change right now because it's also Nyx's turn. And Xanthus has decided to come over and say hello as well. I'm going to let Nyx go first, then. Okay. Play the long game. I'm going to get up. I'm going to cast Haste on Xanthus and move 25 feet away if I can. Okay, you will invoke an attack of opportunity. So let's see if you can move 25 feet away. Um, as you attempt to get out of there, uh, Phil notices you moving and attempts to bite you. Uh, does a 21 hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are going to take 40 piercing damage. Oof. Oh, it gets better. Because apparently, since you are in Phil's shadow, you will take 10 cold damage. Sorry. Right? From the there being six more weeks of winter. 
The groundhog has cold shadow damage? Yes. He, he just knocked <laughs> me out. Okay, 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 crash, crash. Does yes. BA knocked out count as an illness? No. <laughs> and you don't have that potion anymore either. And I didn't get that spell, but I had to ask. Now, I'll, I'll go one even worse, because while Phil is um, not large enough to eat, say, a tiefling or a seven-foot-tall tabaxi child, Phil looks perfectly capable of swallowing a gnome. Oh, I don't like that. But Phil doesn't have that action to, to do right now. Okay, good. Um, so, Arepa, this is also your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, now that Nyx is out of the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, is, that is certainly a way of putting it. I apologize. Now that Nyx is no I, longer next to Phil. Technically. <laughs> technically in Phil's mouth. If, if Nyx was oh. not unconscious, actually even with Nyx being unconscious, Nyx is currently grappled. I will share the stats for this creature with you after the game. I don't like this. I, I oh. love how the first part of that didn't come through, so it sounded like you just said, like this. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh. Creatures rising from the ground. I can do that, too. No. And now we know why Arepa spent all that time underneath the stage with a shovel. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> Aripa, Aripa does the, the handout palm up lifting it sort of thing and a star spawn emerges from the stage. Rise from your grave. I was scared for a second you were going to try and do raise dead on, uh, on, on Auntie Nix and I'm like, they ain't dead no, yet. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, no. Here's the thing. Is not this is yet. worse. You're summoning a star spawn? Mm -hmm. An eldritch horror? Yep, that's friendly to us. Oh my gosh, you'd this be Paige's worse. best friend. <laughs> you would be Paige's best friend. <laughs> okay. Yes, that I'm casting Summon Aberration. That is the thing it's you one have one of done. the new spells I got this level. The DM has a painful grin on his face. This is so glorious. Oh no. And the Aberration acts immediately after I do. Oh, I heard that in the background. <laughs> yep. I've got some editing to do. Oh, well. Uh, so, Arepa, is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay, so immediately after your turn, um, an abominable horror from the dark spaces between the stars gets to go. Yep. I'll let you roll for it because I can't bother to load up its stats right now. Okay. Uh, first of all, Phil gets to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Phil against, is very wise. Uh, 15. We have established that I like t picking characters that are very good at making wisdom saving throws. Yes. That's a 13. Okay. What next? Then Phil takes eight psychic damage. Okay. And uh, the star spawn makes two psychic slam attacks. Uh, I'm going to use chromatic orb because that's the roll. That's a 12. That is going to miss. And a 12. That is also going to miss. Yeah, it's not It's not on its game today. Eh, that's fair. Okay. Um, and then now it's going to be angry at Phil. Being angry at Phil seems to be a common trend. Yes. It is now Phil's turn. They are going to attempt to swallow Nyx. Can I roll to assist um, the uh, 
not the swallowing, but the uh, not swallowing. You're up in the light booth, so unfortunately, no. If you were next to it, I would allow it. Dang it. Gulp. Nyx goes down the gullet. This is deeply upsetting. I imagine to Nyx more than most. It's okay, the well, gear goes next. Jaren, you have just unblindfolded yourself to see one of your gnome friends get eaten by an undead groundhog. What would you like to do? I would like to rage. I don't know if I can heal someone inside someone's stomach. You need to be able to see them. Yes. For most healing spells. There's some that just are area effect, but most of them you need to see. Time to get out the milk of magnesia. Gosh, <laughs> how am I going to do this? Let me think or here. the fiber. Is it milk of magnesia or syrup of Ipe- uh, or Ipecac that I'm thinking? Ipecac is an expectorant. I learned yeah. this from playing Monkey Island this week. It's Ipecac. I, I learned that from Anne of Green Gables. How could yeah, magnesia is the other way? Legitimate question, Crash. So one of the spells that I have is Healing Spirit, which heals anything within its five-foot cube. However, it cannot heal undead, which means it cannot heal our groundhog friend. But if I aim the five-foot cube at the groundhog's stomach, would it still hit Nyx? That's an excellent question that you can find out on your turn. Okay. Right now it's Jaren's turn, and I'd love to see how he solves this gnome inside undead groundhog problem. Okay. Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so... My the the best thing I can think of, and Nyx is in a situation where I can't really deal with the healing at the moment. But I can hit this 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 thing with the guiding bolt, and we'll see what happens after that. You can certainly attempt to hit it with a guiding bolt. Yes, a sixteen is not quite enough. <sighs> Time for a bonus action. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out which one to work with. Uh, yeah, let's lose. Let's lose. Um, let's use a spiritual weapon. It's a classic. A 22, however, will hit, and that's 12 points of damage. Oh, I'm so angry. It's a common feeling. <laughs> okay, it is the mimic's turn. Bell, it has, no. It has gone to the next row, um, the next row back to start eating things that have been dropped on the floor. And it, it finds more popcorn, but the popcorn is rather soggy. It just goes from popcorn kernel to popcorn kernel going, and this one is wet, and this one is wet, and this one is wet. Is this play in a rainforest? It is now Hero's turn. Okay, so I'd like to use my bonus action to do what I mentioned before. Does Do you think that would work, Crash? You can certainly attempt it, but you I'm don't know it. if it's going to work. You've never so been I'm in a situation to- where you were trying to heal someone inside a giant groundhog before. <laughs> Yes, because I have to see it, but I can see the space I would like the square to be, and it doesn't heal undead. The question is, does it heal someone who is in total cover? It heals... The intangible spirit appears in a space that is five-foot cube I can see within range. I can see it. I'm in the light booth. I can see everything. Whenever me or a creature I... Crap, a creature I see moves into the spirit space for the first time or starts its turn there, I can cause the spirit to restore HP. That means I have to see it, don't I? Yes. There is another option. What? If you want Nyx out of the groundhog, you could cut it 
you you could cut a hole in it large enough for Nyx to come out of the groundhog. That that was Xanthus's. That was uh, my plan. I just wanted to see if I could do something in the meantime. I understand, and I applaud your initiative in trying to think of that instead of the usual pew-pew. However, as the DM, I would argue that this might be the best time for pew-pew. Ah, this is pew-pew time. Okay. I am going to now cast Hail of Thorns. Um, Critter, Phil has to make a dex saving throw of 13. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to press uh, spell slot. Well, that's a nat one. Okay, so I'm going to guess this hits. Also, um, I'm going to keep that damage, though, because it's nice. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> but anyways, it is going to now be... Um, yeah, it's going to take 1d10 piercing damage on a failed save. So, keeping that. But let me see if I hit. <laughs> I got a nat 20. <laughs> so does a 30 hit? <laughs> uh, well, the nat 20 means roll double the damage. Yes, it does. Okay, so first of all, we have the 16 from the Hail of Thorns. So I do the multiple... Do I do 4d6 plus 5? Or do 2d6 plus 5 when, twice? When you roll... A crit to hit. Check your character sheet. It What it usually does now is it doubles the dice for you automatically. Oh, it does. It's, yeah, it's, it, is, it is glowing blue. So press that beautiful blue button. Yep, okay. So <laughs> that's 16, 16 points again. And then I also do the 1d8 of extra damage. So plus 6. <laughs> so let's see. So that's 32 plus 6. 38 damage for my first hit. <laughs> Let's okay. try the second one. Um, <laughs> okay, and then a 20. Does a 20 a dirty hit? 20 again. <laughs> and 8 damage. So that's altogether 46 damage? Phil is not even bloodied. <laughs> However, al- allow me to read this to you. If Phil takes 30 damage or more on a single turn from a cre- um, uh, Phil, Phil must succeed on DC 15 Constitution saving throw at the end of that turn or regurgitate all swallowed creatures. Yes! Ooh. So that I'm going to make a Constitution saving throw. That is four points higher than I needed. Phil does not, in fact, spit Nyx out. <laughs> Phil is that dog. What's in your mouth? What's in your... Drop it. Drop it. Drop the gnome. But now we have a method of... A possible method of removing the gnome from the groundhog. Come on, guys. Do over 30 damage. Okay. And it is now Kevin's turn. And Kevin's like, this is a... This isn't part of the play, is it? This is not part of the play. And Kevin's going to choose to do a thing. What thing, might you ask? Excellent question. He chooses thing five. Okay. Pulls out a small device, and he throws it at Phil. And it breaks open. And smaller things inside the device worm their way into Phil. It looks very pleasing to all who see it. Matter of fact, everyone's thinking about getting more refreshments. Actually, no. Everything I said is the exact opposite of what takes place. And let's see. How much damage does that do? Huh. That's significant. 24 points of unreasonable damage. What is unreasonable damage? It means... There are orphans present. I'm not going to describe it. Okay. It is Xanthus' turn. By the way, Kevin can only do that once. All righty. So we're going to take my sword, and we're going to attempt to perform a Nyxectomy and remove Nyx from, the, from Phil. 
And... Also, I would like to remind you that, uh, let me see. He still has the, I think he still has the piercing damage, but yes. All right. Um, is there something, should I just make a standard attack roll? Yeah. See how much damage I do? Yeah, the stats don't say, and you have to aim specifically for the gut, but make sure you don't hit the person inside. Just make a slice. Yep, I will attempt to do so. It's a fantasy game. We're not going to worry about reality. If we did, there wouldn't be an undead groundhog. And a (laughs) a 20 is going to hit. Okay, so here is my slashing damage, and my sword does extra damage when it is undead. Are you going to flavor this sword strike in any particular way? Not yet. Spicy teriyaki. (laughs) <laughs> so there is nine for the D10 extra radiant damage that is done. Okay, it takes 18 radiant damage. Oh, okay. Uh, well, in addition to the eight, that makes for 26. And there was a threshold, I believe, a certain number of damage a in 30. a single turn. Well, I have a second attack, so we're going to do that again. Hopefully this also hits. But that is a 17. Which that I is think exactly we've what you needed to hit. Ah, Okay. I wasn't sure if that hit or not. So we're going to use the sword again. And minimal damage from the sword. But D10. This going. Minimal damage again. Gosh, double ones. All right, but that's another seven on top of the... What did I say? 26. 26. So that is now 33. And actually, the radiant goes another... I think the radiant actually pushes that one higher. So with 34. Okay. So let's see if... Phil makes his con save. That's a yet 19. Again. Ah, okay. Wait a minute. No, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hold on. Give me a second here. I just, I rolled a con save for Kevin. Ah. Uh, Kevin is not the right character to be making the no. save. Uh, let's Kevin try this again. <laughs> that's a 22. So that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> or, or it's worse from depend- our perspective. Yeah, it's worse from your perspective, and you're the players. Yep. All right. I have wacky, wacky. Let's see if I got its attention. I hope I did. Okay. Well, we'll find out when it's its turn. If it gets to go, because it's bloodied at this point, and it is now the dual turns of Aripa and Nick. Close. Yep. So, Nick, I'm going to need a death save from you, and Aripa, I'm going to know what you are choosing to do. I will wait for Nick to make their death save. Nick, you are conscious with one hit point and very sorry about the experience. (laughs) Here. You are inside an undead groundhog. Is there anything you'd like to do? This is why you don't go against the director. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Quick. I am. I will be so thrilled if you are the one that does enough damage to cause right. a failed con save. <laughs> Aim for the uvula. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... I'm going to do Scorching Ray at... Anything. You're, you're in a target-rich <laughs> yeah. environment, but it's all yeah. the same target. <laughs> yeah. Um, third level. So That'll give you four missiles, I think. Yep. 22. Yeah. Do you, do you think that Do you think that maybe, maybe Nyx gets his um, advantage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that's two hits so far that are over 20. The 14, 14. is going to miss. One could argue that misses here are not so much because you couldn't find, but because it's hard to to move your hands around properly. But that's three out of four hits. Because everything is a hit. As long as it's not yourself, it's a hit. (laughs) Have you ever been wrapped up tightly in your blankets and tried to do something like check your phone? What is it, Pef? Did you guys hear that? total. 
What? Uh, 26. 26. Did you guys hear his loud yell at me? I did not. Pathetic. Okay. Well, that is certainly a lot of damage, but unfortunately not over 30. Arepa, it is also your turn. Is there anything you would like to do? Is there evidence from the outside that these searching rays are being cast? Um, it's possible that Phil is regretting eating whatever spicy food Phil has just eaten. He went to a local Indian restaurant. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's glowing on the inside. What part of it is glowing on the inside? It's gut. That's the weak point. Hit for Aim for it. I throw a lightning bolt at its head. That's not the part that's glowing. That's the thing where <laughs> it I make will be. Save. Uh, <laughs> it well, will it be. might be a charred wreck. Lightning bolt. If the lightning fun. bolt properly does its job, it will be. You're right. <laughs> so that's a save on my part, right? What do I? Yeah, it's a, it's a fifteen dex save. Would you accept a three? No. <laughs> well, that's a lot of ones, but it's still twenty-three uh, lightning damage. Okay. Well, the bad news is that's not over thirty. The good news is Phil only had eighteen hit points left. How do you want to do this? I think lightning bolt to the head is pretty explanatory. <laughs> that Take sounds like an out of context quote of Yeah, but what, the question is, will you get Nix in the process? <laughs> no, Nix is in the gut. Yeah. Um, you, you, do, however, you, know? you do, however, hit the rafters. Like, there, there's various people. Imagine, if you will, the town of Flotsam. In, in the early evening, people are are walking the streets. It's a bit rainy, but there's a few people who have different errands to do. Suddenly, a bolt of lightning shoots out of the local theater and off into the heavens. People are saying, it's not supposed to go that direction. (laughs) The special effects we have are out of this world. We're going to use that to bring in um, crowds next time. You may, in fact, have caused a few small fires. Yeah. Don't worry, it's all on your property. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, fun fact: does this, does this mean that we won't be able to put on any more plays? I am no. devastated by this news. There's going to be more plays. So, fun fact: Nick's at this point. It's still technically your turn because the two of you are going at the same time. You can at this point use your movement to crawl out of the gaping hole in this thing that used to be its neck. Right. I'm going to crawl out and like look around. It's like, well, that was fun. Nick stands up and goes, the prestige! <laughs> I will immediately rush over and lay on hands. Oh, and, um, and um, Hero, to save the show, yells, um, look, six more weeks of winter. Arifa will wait, um, wait a couple of rounds and then dismiss the aberration the aberration was signing autographs <laughs> it, it disappears halfway through signing a, a i totally know doll dane card <laughs> but it's an abomination so it was signing it as doll dane right <laughs> of course it was people are going to be coming people are going to be showing up to doll shows for years saying they were at that one show in plantain I imagine uh, Daldane will probably eventually have to spend some years legally dead for tax purposes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Are you sure Daldane hasn't already done that? No. No, not Daldane's at all. Daldane's backup dancers are literally zombies. <laughs> Perfect. Created by Daldane herself. Yes. It's... 
I'm not saying Ellie has a trend with characters, but Ellie might have a trend with characters. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? I think that's where we're going to end it for tonight. (laughs) Neri's not a necromancer. I would like to say, I would like... I would yeah. like for it to end with us doing a wonderful bow, curtain call, bow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Remember, six more weeks of winter. Yeah. Those who aren't traumatized or vomiting from the smell of an undead groundhog that was then cooked from the inside and outside simultaneously are it's all plotting politely. <laughs> the kids in the front row with the tarps are cheering. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> More so because they had a reason to use the tarp. Right. <laughs> like, but as it's being handed out, they're like, why are we going to need this? And then ha- f- two rounds in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the people on the other side, like on the other side of the aisle, um, who did not bring tarps with them. We're sitting there for those same rounds, looking over like, why do they have tarps? Oh. Wait for it. Wait for it. (laughs) Wait 12 seconds. (laughs) Okay, so tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people. We had Ellie, April, Matt, Millie, and Eric. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? I stream a lot at twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. I run a social network at E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. You can ask... Anyone on the site for an invite. I get to decide if you get to stay. This is good and bad news, depending on who you are. (laughs) I mean, they let me hang out with them, so... Yeah, I I run things. Millie beats people up for me. Yeah. I've I've probably been shadow banned for a while now. I'm the goon squad. More or less. Doesn't Matt's brother-in-law write books? He does indeed. He is currently working on number three, and I am looking forward to helping edit said book when he is ready, hopefully later this year. I do believe the website for that is nogodsbeforeus.com. That it is. And wouldn't you know it, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. You can help us keep the lights on, along with other patrons, such as Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanshen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, so why isn't there an act two? <laughs> and this Not is Ellie saying you were in character <laughs> 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 <laughs>